It's the Hedonistic Way podcast. It's a way of life. It tastes like freedom. It's the most divine microcosm. Mind blowing. It's a revolution. Heart wide open. Liberated love. It's liberated love. Conscious conversations. Conscious conversations. The exhilarated expansion of self. Whatever you like. All I, All I know is it, is it feels, feels amazing. amazing. It's the most decadent way. It's the most decadent way to live life. Intimate and intuitive conversations with epic humans who are disrupting the status quo and living a life with stereo untypical success. Hello and welcome to the Hedonistic Way at Midday Show. I am Renee Main and. I have got the most glorious guest to introduce to you guys today. He is a spiritual navigator. He's the founder of Sacred Embodiment. He is Brother Ra. His wisdom of this land and culture is absolutely infinite and his respect and sacredness just oozes from his pores. Life is his ultimate adventure and he's absolutely devoted to this path of spirit, vibration and energy, not just for himself, but for everyone who enters into his field. He is absolutely medicine and I do kind of feel like there is, I have royalty on the show today. So (laughs) welcome to the show. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you very much for um, for the introduction. Uh, I am me. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. Uh, it is my pleasure. It's someone who, like, you've been on my radar for a while, and um, and there is something so absolutely sacred about you, and I really want to ask you. What is alive in you right now? Right now. Right now. <sighs> What's alive in me right now, obviously given the times that we are in, yeah. is... Um, Understanding that we are the change. Yeah. Yeah. Understanding that we are the change because there's a lot obviously going on. Yeah. Um, you have to excuse the noise in the background because we are in a big household giving quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we are the change that we came here to be. Um, given the times that we are in now and everything that's happening in the world, you know, the world has literally changed in the space of two weeks, three weeks, give or take, right? So I put it to, I was recently in Bali on a beautiful retreat, on a beautiful retreat. I, um, and we, we were disconnected from all technology for eight days. So we went in, things were sort of talk about everything going on and they weren't too bad and eight days later come out and the world had changed yeah 
Um, now, given the work that I do, I deal in visions, I deal in, in, in connections and source and messages and abilities. Um, known for a long time, been shown for a long time um, about things coming, the things that we are now in, the things that we are experiencing as a global community. Um, I guess there was a part of me that didn't expect that it would happen in our lifetime. Absolutely. You know, um, I guess when we look at it, you know, all the movies told about it. You have different TV shows they told about it. You have different psychics and seers and healers that have channeled all this information about it, including myself. Yeah. Um, we have our ancestors that foretold of these times to come because we are the children they prophesied about. Yeah. So where we are in the world, what's real for me right now is for people to understand that we are the change. Yeah. You know, um, Mahatma Gandhi mm -hmm. spoke the words, be the change. Yeah. Um, for me, for me personally, I feel it's gotten to a point where people have to understand and realize that we, we are the change. We can't rely on a government that doesn't honor us, that it's not there to serve us. We can't rely on a government that is there to manipulate and control and bring out laws behind the scenes and, and X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. Understanding that we are the change and the medicine exists within all of us. Yeah. This is how we come together. This is how we realize what we're here to do. And this is how we bring change to the world. Yeah, absolutely. I'm seeing two sides of the coin and that's really, um, and that's really like there's one side where people have really got that fire in their belly and they're saying, man, like this is what we've been training for. Like this is it. Like, you know, and where other people have been, um, you know, fearful. And um, what, what do you say about those sides of the coin? And for the people who are feeling, you know, fearful and it's a funny position to be in because you kind of go, okay, you know, you're compassionate to everything, you know, everyone that's lost, lost their jobs and, you know, there's, there's real issues and I don't want to discredit that, but there's also so much beauty in it as well. So what do you, what do you speak of that? About the fear? Yeah. I guess, you know, there's always two choices. Mm. We can go left, we can go right. Mm. Me, I tend to go straight down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> carve, carve my own path. Yeah. Um, but we have a choice, right? In mm. each and every single moment. We have a choice whether we come from love we have a choice whether we come from fear. Um, and I know fear is rampant right now and understandably so with with the virus, yeah. um, with people losing their jobs by the thousands. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of uncertainty around, you know. Um, At the end of the day, it's bringing it back into the self. 
Mm. Right? Because we are all here for a reason. There is no coincidence that we are all here right now experiencing what we're experiencing as a global human race. You know, so bringing it back to the self, bringing it back into your body, into your physical being through breath work, through meditation, through prayer, through affirmation, through exercise, through healthy living, um, whatever it is for you, whatever works for you, because we are all different, we all operate differently, we all have different systems, but whatever works for you is finding what works for you and returning to that within. It's it's working with what you already know, given your experience so far, yeah. and being open to what you don't. Yeah. Right? And, you know, for me, and I've said it quite a bit, given these times that we're in, fear is the greatest virus there is yeah you know it's it's beginning once fear gets into you it's it's very difficult to break out of that energy and vibration however it can be done and i guess seeing these moments as an opportunity so i wrote a post this morning and i spoke about not focusing on the apocalypse but focus on the revolution and however you want to look at it, however a person wants to look at it, that is what we are in. We are in the revolution because we are in the great awakening. You know? And this is the time when we all, majority of us are in isolation, quarantine. These are the times where you get to really come back into the self focus on the self and not get lost in distractions like video games and Netflix and there's nothing wrong with all of that sure take your time out but make sure that you check in and back with yourself that you're growing mentally spiritually physically emotionally so that when things do turn around because they will turn around they will turn around it's important that people realize that because a lot of people are losing hope and Um, a lot of people are losing hope so it's important to come back to that and see everything as an opportunity so how can I grow in this space Mm. if you're feeling afraid if you're feeling worried uncertain negative whatever it may be take a deep breath bring it back to the self am I safe what is the best thing for me to do right now is it to disconnect from the internet is it to disconnect from social media is it to do some exercise is it to go meditate is it to go do breath work is it to have a cold shower or or a or a uh, cleansing bath whatever it may be find what works for you because that is what will help bring you through that and remembering at the same time there are those out there that can assist like myself, right? There are many, 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 many people out there that are holding the line and driving forward strong who can help you. Yeah, and that's a good point to remember is because often we feel so alone and, um, you know, whether we're in isolation or quarantine or not, it's, you know, there's always that feeling like we're alone and um, just remembering that you can still reach out, you know, you still absolutely can reach out. And I love what you just said then is because I was thinking the same thing this morning is I think it's, um, let's say, ironic that 
this happens so close to Easter and so often as you know, the, the human race, we focus over Easter, we focus on the crucifixion and mm-hmm. we focus on that, but really it's about the resurrection. Like that part of it is so much more powerful and prominent and what happens during that time in between. That is really, and there's such potency in that space. Um, how did you get to this as a spiritual navigator? How did you get to this point in your life where you become this channel of peace and calmness and sacredness and even before all of all of this happened is something that drew me to you is the respect that you have for culture and the land. So I really want to ask about your journey with that and why is that so alive in you? So, <laughs> what was the first part you just mentioned again? Um, the, the channel of calmness and peace. Yeah, okay. yeah. so... I honour, I honour, I honour you mentioning that. Thank you very much. Um, I will mention that you know, I'm not always a channel of calm and peace. No. <laughs> you know, we're all human. Yeah. Um, there are times when I'm a, a raging storm. Yeah. In regards to things that take place, because I I literally feel it. Yeah. Uh, when things take place, I feel it on my body and my energy. It's like sweat in a gym. Um. And there are times when it will overwhelm me and I have to do my own process of shifting it all. Yeah. I guess. You know, nothing to me, um, one of your greatest teachers is experience. Yeah. Right? And I have a lot of experience in many 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 different things and there were times when i guess i felt like giving up yeah there were times where i mean we all have those moments we all have the moments that break us that hold us back we all have and at the end of the day like i said before you know we all have a choice yeah and in a lot of those moments i chose this way instead of that way yeah however no way it's right or wrong yes. yeah because it all gets to where we are yeah right yeah. so my passion for sacredness i guess does come from the fact that i am maori from new zealand mm. um my passion for sacredness does come from the fact that i see things that are needed yeah um energetically spiritually um and I have a deep, thunderous passion for Mother Earth. Mm. Um, you know, and I see different things playing out um, in humanity, in communities, in relationships that I see physically, yeah. firsthand, um, where, you know, there's such a disconnect from what is sacred. Mm. And for me, if we were to start remembering things that are sacred, we will find a better tune 
into the flow of the universe mm. of who we are and why we're here. Yeah. You know, so for me, holding that sacred reverence for Mother Earth, for culture, mm. because I do believe the cultures of the world, they're naturally in tune with the Earth. Yeah. They are naturally in tune with spirit and the Earth, right? And I guess... Um, Part of my passion is to help people remember that because when they can remember that piece, mm-hmm. when you can remember the sacredness of all life, yeah. you remember your path and your journey here. Yeah. Why? Because it connects to the spirit of who you are. It connects to the soul essence of who you are, which is why cultures are so connected because they remember that sacredness, which connects them to their soul, which connects them to the flow of the earth mm-hmm. and the universe. Yeah. yeah. When we can remember that. Why do you think people forget Many things, yeah. you know, many things. I mean, I forgot many times. Yeah. Myself, we all yeah. do it. Yeah. But many things help a person to forget, whether it's the way you're raised, yeah. whether it's trauma and abuse, yeah. whether it's pain that somebody's going through, victim mentality, yeah. um, whether it's society, whether it's technology, movies, TV shows, reality shows, yes. you know, all the junk that fuels your mind, yeah. you become so disconnected, you start thinking that these things are real. Yeah. When it's a show and yes. people are paid to do these things. Yeah, that's right. So there are many things that make a person forget. Then, you know, many times too, um, a person may forget because of the fear, because mm. it, it, it scares them to do that, it scares them to remember, it scares them to awaken because they know and they start to see things because they've become so detached from the actuality of what spirit and energy is and they've mm-hmm. become so connected to what materialism and um, technology and all that is. Yeah. So they become, this is real, this is not real, I need to close this off, it scares me. Yeah. If I open up to this, it means I have to step out of my comfort zone yeah. into the discomfort, which yeah. means I have to do work on myself in right. order to awaken. Exactly. Right? That's right. And that's, I was having this conversation the other day actually is because um, about, I don't know if you've seen what Bill Gates shared about, um, about the virus. And I really liked what he said and it really resonated with me. And I was having a conversation and, and the other person was like, I feel like there's a level of intelligence that people need to understand that. And I would, and I was like, do you think like, I don't know, because for me, it's about a level of openness, you know, and, and explain, explain into that. What, what so, um, you know, so he was saying how, you know, how this virus reminds us that we are all equal, no matter, you know, where you're from, no matter how much money you have. And it's a time for us to be still and remember who we are and remember our path. And it was a really well-rounded um, piece. And for me, intelligence never, um, never come into it. Um, into my mind that there was absolutely a level of openness because I, I, I honestly believe that that is how we tap into our, our sacredness. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you then, brother, what can people do when, what do I want to say, when they're feeling that 
disconnect to themselves and they're lacking that sacredness, um, how can people tap back in to that sacred, oh, and I can feel it running through me now. <laughs> it's kind of a turn on. Uh, well, not kind of, it actually is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and just having a moment with myself. <laughs> How can people tap back into that? And, you know, when they're feeling like they're losing touch or losing sight with that, what can they do? I guess, um, how can people tap back into it? You know, it's when they feel that they're losing touch, they first have to identify the fact that they are losing touch. Yeah. yeah. Because if, if you if a person is losing touch with that, they're not necessarily going to realise it. Mm. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a good thing would be having somebody who can hold you accountable. You know whether it's whether it's your partner, family, a good friend. Um, another way would be to, I guess, put a note, well, an alarm on your phone. Yeah. Um, put a post-it note somewhere, write on your mirror. Yeah. Check in with yourself. Check in with yourself each day. Check in with yourself. Is yeah. this where you're at? Is this your truth? Yeah. Is this who you are? Yeah. If this is not who you are, then why are you acting that way? Breathe, come back to yourself. Yeah. Is this honoring who you are in this moment? Yeah. Because in order to connect to the sacredness, you've got to start honoring the life that you live. Yeah. You've got to start honoring the relationships and the connections that you have. Yeah. Right? Because this is not about this is not about money. This is not about uh, material goods. This is about energy. It's about mm -hmm. vibration. Yeah. It's about connection to the essence of who we are and who we came here to be yeah. right so the way to connect into the sacredness and to remember that is to have some form of identification somewhere where you it can trigger that and you go oh i'm out of alignment yeah you know put a put a sticker on your bedroom wall or, or right on your mirror am i out of alignment or am i in alignment yeah. if you're not what does it take to get you back into alignment? Does it take breath work? Does it take meditation? Does it take going for a run? Does it take journaling? You know, what works for you is finding what works for you in order to return to that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then being the thing is too, like when you check in enough mm. with that, you start to operate from a level at that. You start to operate from that level, right? So when you check in enough, it becomes, um, I guess, manual. So you, you yeah. do something long enough, it just becomes routine, right? Yes, yeah, that's right. But when you can check in with yourself, yeah. that's how it starts to be. And then you yeah. keep doing it, you keep doing it, you keep doing it. And thus the energy of that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until you're walking yeah. in that embodiment yeah. as a sacred being that you are and can here to be. Mm, beautiful and that's and I think you know and that's that level of self-awareness and self-responsibility you know it's so paramount if where how can someone support someone else you know you talk about people who you know 
ask, you know, reach out, like ask your partner or ask a friend or ask whoever, how can someone on, let's say on the rim, Mm -hmm. how can, how can we support someone who is going through something and still honor their journey in that without, Mm -hmm. you know, coming in as the savior or the knight or the whatever, whatever it is in that moment? It's not assuming responsibility over what is theirs. What's that? Sorry. It's not assuming responsibility over what is theirs to experience. Yeah. 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 So it's it's offering guidance, offering insight, being a pillar that yeah. they can look to for yeah. for connection. Sometimes it's, it's just being a pillar of light where they can soundboard. It's, it's dropping in those little seeds of information yeah. where they can, you know, it's not condemning them for the way that they are, the way they think or the way they're behaving. Yeah. Because at some point in time, we've all been there. Yeah. It's understanding the experience that they're in with compassion and love and giving them those little seeds of life where they can go, oh, okay. Asking them questions that gets them thinking themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's dropping in and... and you know, it's been that pillar of hope. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> hope stands for help other people evolve. Mm, beautiful. Right. Yeah. And you do that, you do that by being the absolute shining light that you can be in this lifetime so that whatever experience they're going through, yeah. you come from that empty neutral space where it's just like, this is who I am. I'm ready to hear, I'm ready to see, I'm ready to feel. Yes. I'm ready to speak if I need to. Yeah. But most of all, I'm ready to listen and see where you're at. And then you help in whatever way is necessary at that time because each time is different. Yes. For some, it's just listening. For some, it's it's a hug and letting them know that they're safe. Yeah. And then they go, then they can continue on the journey. For some, it's speaking and offering them points of light, point signs, offering them signs of light, of guidance, so that they can go, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, cool. I'm going to address this, and I'm going to start doing this. Yeah. yeah. So whatever it may be, it's being that lighthouse that is needed. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. And that's... Because we can't, sorry. Oh, um, yeah, okay. We cannot force people to awaken. You know, we can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. You can lead a man to knowledge, but you can't make them think. So, you know, it's really being that pillar so that people can pick up on the ripples that you radiate from who you be, from who you choose to be, and from who you stand to be in this world. Absolutely, and that's it's a beautiful reminder and um, and what I love about that is just that that reminder of you know sometimes if it is your partner or your you know or your children or your parents or whoever, often as we come in as the supporter, we do have an ulterior motive, you know mm-hmm. um, so you know it is such a nice reminder to be neutral. And, it is and, because, you know, because it, sorry to interrupt, no, but right. because at times we come from what we think we know is best. 
this is how parents and guardians are right this is how teachers are no 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 it's not like that it has to be done like this when it's understanding now hold on you know even with the work that i do i don't you know it has to be done like this and it's like no no tap in ask your higher self ask your intuitive self ask the heart and soul of who you are what is right for you you know this is how we learn yeah because everybody learns differently right so it's not enforcing our opinions and beliefs on a person it's opening up the space where they can discover that themselves yeah absolutely and holding that sacred space because when you are in that sort of vibration and energy energy is vulnerable energy is in a space where it needs to be held which is why you create that sacred space yeah yeah um if you could if you could share or advocate or be a voice to of something what do you think that um what would you most like to share with with people what I most like to share with people. Mm. What do you think we're craving right now? Yeah, look, hope, love, connection, mm. um, togetherness, yeah. community, tribe. Um, what are we craving right now? Understanding, yeah. compassion, yeah. clarity, a pathway forwards. Yeah. Um, we're craving security, stability. Yeah. And I guess with everything that's taking place, an advocate, um, You know, we're craving peace, we're craving gratitude, we're craving, we're craving um, wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard, wanting to be felt. Um, advocate for, we were born for this. No matter what's going on out there, we were born for this, you know, no matter what. No matter what happens in government, no matter no matter what happens in society, no what no matter what happens across the face of this earth, we were born for this. Yeah. You know, um, my belief is that God, Spirit, the Divine, the Universe gave us absolutely everything we need to overcome anything that comes our way, yeah. and we will. They will never put anything in front of us that we cannot overcome. I agree. We just have to navigate it all mm. and find the way that works for us yeah. Yeah. Right? because we are in the moments of change we are in the great awakening we are stepping into the golden age and in order to step into the golden age we're going to see these things take place that are taking place in the world right now you know these darkness if people want to call it that um these trying times these these 
global global events that are taking place they are all shifting the vibration and the energy of man and womankind of who we are as individuals and we can choose to operate at the lower level mm. through fear and negativity mm. and victim mentality or we can choose to breathe bring it back into the self and keep ascending yeah yeah absolutely you spoke about the the um the golden age what does the golden age look like to you What does the golden age look like to me? Golden age looks like to me, it's a time of coming together, of understanding, of um, peace and harmony, of golden age is a time where brothers and sisters stand together as one right where we tune into the soul essence of who we are and we see that in our brothers and sisters Mm. our brothers and sisters being not only humanity but also animal Mm. all creatures of mother earth all the children of the earth yeah right great and small yeah the golden age is and like personally i i I don't know if we will experience it in our lifetime yeah um because we can we can speculate we can say oh yeah yeah you know um i would love to Mm. i feel that the golden age is an era of time golden age is an era of time where we have the ability to see through the eyes of the universe the magic and the medicine that exists within each and every soul upon this earth mm. Jama, absolutely that's beautiful mm. i just bathe in that right there like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> um you talk about soul essence and I'm really starting to feel like just the importance that is, you know, for you and that's something that that you bring out in people. How, you know, it's especially, you know, in if you're in this spiritual, you know, the spirituality industry or world and often, you know, it's become really bleh in terms of the you know the bullshit and the bypassing and the everything and the light and the you know everything else and um it can be so um i want to say misguided um but it's just not um it's not conducive or congruent to our soul essence i don't believe um how can we begin to tap back in 
to that, to the purity of our soul essence. Truth and compassion. Yeah. You know, because there is a lot of um, spiritual bypassing and, and everything else taking place. Yeah. And has done for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned last week through channeled guidance that I wrote, you know, everything that I write is actually channeled. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nothing scripted. It's all just straight in the moment, bang, bang, bang. Um, sometimes it takes five minutes. Sometimes it takes a few days. So the piece that I wrote about last week is you can't spiritual, you can't bypass everything. You can't love and light over everything. Yeah. All right. Because for me, regardless, you still have to be skeptical. Ask questions, question everything. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I still question everything. I have a strong connection to source, but I still question. Yeah. You know, is this in alignment? Yeah. Is this the right message for humanity? Is this yeah. the right message for myself? Yeah. Whatever it may be, you know, because you have to discern there's a lot of information being put out there yeah. that are leading people astray, yeah. right? Or that are dismissing the reality of things taking place yeah and it's up to people's own discernment and the yeah. truth of their intuitive nature in their soul yeah. if that is right for them right so the way forward through with it all is i feel two of the biggest keys are truth and compassion yeah. right and what i mean by that is when when any of that stuff comes up mm. it's facing it with truth yeah right yeah if there is like there have been times when I've seen a lot of things being spoken or being said, and it's like, okay, cool. Check in with source. No, you know, and, and it's understanding that too, at the end of the day, what might be right for one is not necessarily right for another. Absolutely. Right? These are the tricky lines that we play with. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's not about making somebody wrong either. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's finding a bridge within that of hey i see this going on yeah this is what i offer yeah and it's like oh well thank you for bringing that to light because i didn't realize yeah right instead of you know ch -ch boom yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then and, and i will admit there have been plenty of times where i've been like ch -ch <laughs> yeah and that's it it's, it's you know it is it and but that's it takes you know it takes such awareness and just to be able to um to stand strong in that and um and you know take these reminders as well as to remembering you know who we are and um letting people have their experience but holding your own in your own truth as well mm. um i had a question pop up there but I think it's escaped me. I am curious to know um, what do you feel like hedonism plays in this sacredness and soul essence? Hedonism. Explain your version to me. Well, for me, it is about, it's, it's a way 
for me to to know whether I'm in complete alignment Mm -hmm. and tapped into my truth or I'm in fear and ego. Mm -hmm. So for me, hedonism is a way to tap into. It's, you know, like the actual definition is, you know, to be in the pursuit of pleasure. But for me, when I'm tapped into my own pleasure, and that could be sexual or not, it's finding that in all moments. But for me, it's having that unfiltered communication and, you know, with God, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, yeah, I was curious. As to well, ple- pleasure, pleasure, joy and happiness are some of the highest vibrations. Mm. Yeah. 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 They are amongst they are amongst the highest vibrations, and when you can do that and still hold alignment to yes. to respect, honor, integrity, truth, mm. stuff like that, mm. um, I do feel that. And you know, I do know there's a few sisters that I know that are in the field of, I guess, pleasure, mm. divine, the divine feminine that are holding strong to that. The sacredness of that mm. and shedding new light around all that because for for many years or for hundreds of years it was condemned and ridiculed and yeah. controlled by yeah. the male species that's right and others right yeah. so so for me when you can live in a healthy alignment to to pleasure to pleasure to joy to happiness mm. um Yeah, you, you will live in alignment to the sacredness of, of all of it. Yeah. It's about health, having a healthy relationship to it all. Yeah, absolutely. Because there, there, there are a lot of people out there that operate in those fields mm. that don't have that healthy relationship. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's very, what do they call it? What's the word? Toxic. Yeah. Definitely, absolutely, and I agree. And that's, I think you really had the the key there and hit the nail on the head is is when you said when it's in absolute alignment, you know, and that is that is absolutely um, key. And that's I'm reading um, I'm reading the key to yourself at the moment. And some oh no, was it? No, it might have been in a return to love, actually. Oops, I can't remember. Um, one of those two is that, you know, talking about how um, how money and... No, it was a return to love. Um, money and sex isn't, you know, holy or unholy. It's the intention behind them. Well, yeah, everything is intention. Yeah. You know, so so there's nothing wrong with money. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with sex. Yeah. You know, both both of them are very sacred. Mm. It's it's what we're being led to believe, and it's how we're being led to behave yeah. in those fields and around those things. Right? Yeah. So, when we can return to the true nature of who we are through our sacred breath, through meditation, through self development, yeah. and return to that sacredness, we start to understand and open up to the possibilities and the infinite possibilities yeah. of the magic and medicine that money and sex represent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, money's not evil. Mm-hmm. Money does. Money. You don't have to work hard for money. 
you know, it's, it's all energy. Everything is energy. Sex is energy. It's sacred. It's a sacred bond. It's a sacred connection, right? So between two energetic souls um, or more, whatever. <laughs> you know, because that is out there too. Yeah. Um, or self, you know, like. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, breaking down the barriers and, and the limitations and the walls that society and you know could be your elders as well have have led us to believe around money and sex yeah 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 absolutely they're definitely two potent sources of um sources of conditioning aren't they they are and the thing is like you know we there's that saying that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Yeah. You know, we are human. Yes. Some of us anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are human. We are human. We're here to have this human experience. Yeah. So in this human experience, we have things such as money. We have things yeah. such as sex. Yeah. You know, and many other things. And when we can find a healthy connection and relationship with each of those, yeah. Uh, whatever those may be, yeah. we start to operate from a from a more empowered and awakened um, state of being. Yes, absolutely. And that's I really want to honour you in that moment, is because that is such sound sound advice. Is because you know there's a lot of spiritual leaders that I think dismiss the lower chakras or the survivalness or our humanness, let's say mm -hmm. our humanness. But I really love what you said there is because we chose to be human for a reason. And, mm -hmm. you know, and there are things that are available to us as a human mm -hmm. that do bring us to absolute empowerment and mm -hmm. awakening. So I just really want to honor um, you in that, because I think that that, as just that alone is so so powerful um yeah and once Thank we you. fully embody that i think that everything changes you know in that moment mm. everything can change within a moment yeah. yeah i mean perfect example we see what's happening in the world now with covid 19 and and the virus of fear and yeah. um, many other things so any things can change in a moment yeah. right it's about finding that the switch within yourself within any within any topic whether it's money whether it's sex whether it's relationships yeah. um whatever else it may be is finding you know if there are walls there within yourself in those in those areas if there are triggers there mm. it's like okay diving into that and it's like, okay, what's going on there why is that there yeah. You know, is it because of a limiting belief that was instilled in me from a child? Yeah. You know, because people told me, like, you know, you'll never make enough money. Money's yeah. this, money's that, money's that. Or yeah. is it because, oh, sex is bad, you know, because yeah. you need to go to church? Or, you know, it's nothing against religion. It's just an example, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever those limiting beliefs may be within yourself. Yeah. It's asking and going within yourself and checking on those things and go, okay, yeah. why is this out of alignment? Yeah. Is it me? Is it what I've been led to believe? Yeah. Is it or is it true? Yeah. 
Because mm. most of the time, I guarantee you, you'll find that it's not true. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, these are these limitations placed upon us that we are led to believe. And as long as we are open to our beliefs and our truth changing, because your beliefs and your truth can always change. Exactly. What you believed at the start of this year is not what we believe now, right? Because yeah. we believed at the start of this year, yeah, you know, there's my vision board. I'm going to be doing this <laughs> in, in March, April, May. I'm going to be doing this. And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> no, I'm not. Now look at it. Right? Yeah. So as long as, as long as we're willing to face the unknown within ourselves yeah it'll be the uh, greatest discovery that one could ever embark on mm, absolutely i agree i agree if people listening want to explore and journey more with you what can they do brother so I have a couple of pages on Facebook or there's Instagram. Those are the main channels that I use. Yeah. Um, my email is brotherra224 at, at gmail.com. Um, mainly the social media if they want to connect, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Social media. I run them. I do many things. So. Beautiful. And one last question before we wrap. Oh, two last questions, actually. <laughs> Let me ask. You said before, you mentioned before that you are now I pronounce I've been pronouncing this my whole life. And one of my sisters just said a couple of months ago, and I was like, what? I say you mentioned before you were Maori. I say Maori. Is that like the Australian slang of it, or how am I supposed to be pronouncing it? That's the foreign slang of it, yes. Because my best friend is Maori, so I'm like, where have I been? Maori. I don't even think I can say it like that. So it's, it's, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out my, so you roll the R like a D. Uh. Ah, oh, see, I can't roll anything. Oh. So, so you know, um, you know in China, yeah, yeah, how they had um, Chairman Mao. Yeah. Yeah. So you say Mao. Maori. Ri. Maori. Ri. Well, okay, right. I'm just going to continue with Maori. Roll the R, make it sound like a D. Now D. Oh, I feel so weird. Did I pronounce Maori. it right then? Maori. 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 Yeah. I'm going to have to work on that. I promise you I will work on that. Right. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, go back to what was my final question yes what is turning you on at the moment hope for humanity mm. i believe in humanity i believe that you know as i said regardless what comes our way we've got this yeah i have full faith you know um 
there being days where we have all questioned what's going on, what's really going on, what's going to happen, what can we do? Yeah. There being times where we've all felt the uncertainty, where we've all felt hopeless, where we've all felt unsure, confused, scared, whatever it may be. And um, my advice for people is to you just muted yourself. My advice for people is to set up a daily ritual practice yeah. to to keep yourself occupied, mind, body, and spirit, where you're actually doing things to empower yourself, mind, body, and spirit, so that you can um, keep an alignment during these times. Because it's easy to slip out through food, through Netflix, through video games, um, through negative talk, because everything that's going on, you know, making sure that you're living healthy in mind, body, and spirit, and emotionally, yeah. so that when this all changes around and it all flips around, because it will, um, that you are ready in whatever way, shape, and form that is necessary for you. So for me, because I believe I was born here for the world. Yeah. Right? And my medicine and messages for this entire planet. And that is the stand that I make. I stand for humanity. Yeah. Mm, That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. And that's... What a beautiful hour this has been. Um, Brother Rad, before you you sign off, I just want to say something. Yeah, please do, of course. So something that I always do to make sure that I'm honouring and paying respect and staying sacred to that, right? Yeah. So just um, through prayer like to thank you Renee mm. for you and your show for having me on here today I'd like to thank everybody that's been on listening so far everybody that will listen I pay honor and respect to all the elders and ancestors of all these lands that we find ourselves upon wherever you may be all of us I pay honour and respect to the land, to the elders and the ancestors. I pay honour and respect to all of our elders and ancestors and loved ones that have paved the way for us to be here, including ourselves. Mm. After everything that we've been through, we are here. We are now. We are the change that we've been waiting for. We are the ones we've been waiting for. I pay honour and respect to our children and our children's children yet to come. Mm. I pay honour and respect to the north, the south, the east and the west of all the children of Mother Earth, great and small. And I pay respect and honour to the beauty of this home that we call Mother Earth, of our guides, our beings, of the stars. We just give thanks and praise to all life and all that is for everything that led each of us here today. That is going to continue to guide us into the days of tomorrow. I send love, protection, and peace over everybody across the world. 
understanding that there is hope, that there is light, and that there are those who can help guide you through. I give thanks to God and the Holy Mother Divine for continuing to guide my path. May they continue to show me the light for this entire time. Blessings, love, and peace. Light up the darkness. Thank you. You are a beautiful man. You are a beautiful man. And I'm just, I feel so grateful that we had this time today to connect and, and be together. Um, your beauty just, it just echoes throughout the realms. And um, I really want to thank you for not just being on the show, but for all the incredible work that you do and how you show up every day and um, your courage to be in your own soul essence on this beautiful path and navigate for yourself and others. It's so important. And um, I'm really grateful for everything that you do. And um, thank you for that beautiful prayer. That was, no one's ever done that on the show today and it feels absolutely magnificent. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings and love. Um, thank you for what you do. I guess, you know, these things are important right now while everybody is at home right across the world. Yeah. You know, people are tuned in online more than ever. Yeah. Um, so it's important that people have a lifeline of sorts exactly. that can give them hope. Yeah. That they can see that there are those still charging forwards. Yeah. That there are those willing to stand for them, you know, because we stand for ourselves. So. Yeah. This is why we're here. It is. It is why we're here. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to everybody tuning in. You take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this epic conversation. I'm Renee Main and I am over and out for now. However, we can continue this conversation on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash hedonistic queen or jump onto the website reneemain.com.au and you can explore what your own hedonistic way might look like.